Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a very special day because in the studio on our digital line, I have my very first mentor, my oldest sister, my older sister, not oldest, uh, Miss Emily Diane Gunter, who is the author of Super Learning 3000, Learning Made Simple, illustrated by Kadir Nelson. Hey, sis, Emily, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. I've been doing this program now for eight years, and I've been trying really? to get you on the program, and finally you said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I said yes this time. And I, and I really meant that when I said my very first mentor because there are so many things that I have read and done over the years that you have led me to. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll, we don't want to talk about me. We want to talk about this book. Before we jump into Super Learning 3000, Learning Made Simple, could you share with our audience a little bit about your, your background, experience, and knowledge? Well, I'm going to talk about my experience according to how Super Learning 3000 came about. In 1966, when I was at American University, I became, a, I was a math major, and I became the math tutor since there was only two majors, two math majors on the campus. And I started this process before I would teach anybody. I would tell them, now you're going to have to relax. And you're going to be responsible for the questions you ask me as I take you through all the gaps that have stopped you from doing calculus. And, uh, and I said, and then I want you to understand that I have nothing to teach you because I know how brilliant the human mind is and that this mind has been shared from our ancestors to us. The same mind that, uh, that has populated the Earth with humans is the same mind that has taken us to Mars. So do know that everything is in you, and all I am is a messenger to help you to retrieve your genius inside of you. So I said, now, do you agree? And they would always agree that I had nothing to teach them and that they were going to allow information to come through, the, through them uh, as it came up. And then I said, and the second thing that we must agree upon, don't believe in I say. Don't believe a word. You can prove it to yourself because in mathematics, everything is provable after you do your, 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 your problems. I said, so they're like, okay. I said, but I'm going to give you some properties that will assist you. That started super learning in 1966 when I first got to American University in Washington, D.C. Wow. And then mm. as time went on, I got the reputation I could teach anybody math. And I used the process of breathing and going to sleep and uh, hearing the answers at 2 o'clock in the morning, getting up and finishing my math papers off and, and back to sleep. And everybody said, oh, she's a genius. I said, no, I just listen well. And then life went on. I went on and had children, and I had this genius son who started drawing and painting when he was, he started drawing at three, painting at five. Uh, correction. I start, he was I'm two. Sorry? He was two. I remember. Oh, you were, yes, yes. 
And so therefore, I started investigating all my other children to find out what their geniuses were so that they wouldn't be jealous of him. And each one was more different than the next, but equal geniuses, equal things that brought special talent, special values to everybody that they spoke with. And so then I said, hmm, that's wonderful. And then other, people, other parents said, can you help my child to discover who they are so they can be a genius too? I said, sure. Well, I get to Grow Smart College. I'm an engineer working for the Tulsa Company and, you know, and being an engineer all day. And then they asked me, would I start teaching math at night because they had a teacher who could not come back because of some illness. And I was like, oh, my goodness gracious, I, you know, I'm raising four kids, and I really am not a writer. Let me ask my best friend, Miss Judy Cullens, who is a wonderful writer, cause she, and she's the one who taught me about these uh, super learning techniques from Lozanov out of Austria. And I was like, oh. And then, Judy, you're the first one who taught me about mind mapping and breathing and suggestopedia and suggest something and you can move on it if you choose and all that good stuff. Can you write this book for me? She said, sure, I can. I said, well, listen, I do need you to describe in Chapter 1 what this super learning stuff is. And then in Chapter 2, I want you to put um, the values that people need because if you're a genius, but you have no values, well, we've done nothing but help corrupt the world more. She said, wait a minute, you've written this book already? I said, no, no, only in my head and my heart. She said, oh, girl, you're done. She hangs up on me. She said, do it yourself. Well, I was very upset with her for six months. But that night I went to sleep using my own sleep incubation method. I would put my kids in, sleep on it, get the answer. And I said, all right, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to ask this question as I go to sleep. And if you tell me the answer by tomorrow morning, I'll write the book. So I'm making a deal with the creator in the universe. Well, I said, give me the titles of the 10 chapters and I'll write the book. Well, goodness gracious, at, ten, at 2 o'clock in the morning, I get a wake-up call. Good morning, Emily. Here's your chapters. Well, I had left a mimet next to my bed with water and a pen, so I took the sip of water, and the information came so fast, I just had time just to put keywords around for the 10 chapters. And then I went back to sleep, not thinking about it. Well, the next morning at 6 o'clock when I got up to get my kids ready for school, I look at and see the mimet next to my bed, and now I'm depressed. I said, writing, math has been my thing, not writing. And now I've made an agreement with the universe, the creator, to write this book. So then I said, well, let me go see if I can find it. I could not find a book on how to learn anywhere. I went through all the major universities in San Diego. We have quite a few there. There was no book on how to learn, how to retrieve with your relaxed system, all the things that I wanted to put in this book that I had used for my math students at American University in 1970. After I graduated, they said,
said, we still need you to stay here. We'll hire you. We'll give you a master's equivalent because you've been teaching all these years. Well, I said, okay, I'll write the book. Now that I got the chapters, I made a deal. And then something happened. I'm usually in the bed by 10. And then at 10 o'clock, all of a sudden, you know, I was guided to put on some beautiful music by Ray Lynch called Deep Breakfast. And all of a sudden, it hit a chord in me that turned on a very deep passion, a very deep uh, emotion of, I've got to do this. Humanity needs this book. And I started writing a little bit in each chapter in my uh, journal. So then something said very quickly, just go ahead on. Put the title on the front. Put uh, your table of contents that you got, you know, from your dream. And now just draw mind maps for each of the chapters. Leave a couple of pages. You know, keep doing the mind maps. And so when information comes, just go to the chapter and write it there. And then decide how, you know, that'll be how you're going to organize the book. For six months, every night, at, uh, it started at four in the morning. For six months, four in the morning, I would be woke up and given information. If I asked what's in Chapter 1, I got Chapter 1. If I asked what was in Chapter 2, oh, and it went on for six solid months until the mind maps were jammed full. And then I said, well, now, how am I get them, get them off of these mind maps? These are circles with lines out like the sun, like clustering, and where I was grouping like information on these lines and in these chapters. My goodness gracious. I heard and I felt, I said, because you only can read a mind map four times. And you read it five, four times counterclockwise, your brain will not let you read it anymore. It will zip around the mind map in nanoseconds. And I was like, okay, I can't quite uh, type as fast as I read that. Mm -hmm. So what happened? I said, okay, I'm going to put circles on every on every major subtopic around that chapter. And then on all the subtopics under that, I will put circles on everything. So I went through and had a wonderful time just putting circles everywhere. And I said, I will read one circle, and then I'll just start streaming from the source that went through me and gave me the chapters in the first place of what I've been doing, because I tore apart. How did I teach all those students at American University? And they went from S to A's. So if we could, uh, yes. ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Miss Emily Diane Gunter, the author of Super Learning 3000, Learning Made Simple. What are, what are the key principles of Super Learning 3000? What, what, well, is, the, what is the recipe? The recipe. When I was originally given in 1993, which was Super Learning 2000, is still the same recipe I use today, just enhance some. First, what is Super Learning 3000? It's how to learn simply. How, just how do you learn? And why do you want to learn? 
And so, therefore, that the first chapter was just like a summary of the entire book. And then the second chapter was nine empowering thoughts of a winner. Because if you don't have your own personal self-esteem and empowering thoughts to feed you all the time, when you hear your answers, there's a part of you called a false ego that will talk you out of your genius. How many of you out there have wrote down the right answer, knew that was the right answer, and then something talked you out of it, you changed the answer and got it wrong? Uh, too many people do this all the time, all day long. They question and doubt themselves and then go to guilt when they erase and put the wrong answer. So you have to have these empowering, empowering thoughts to hold on to your genius. And then to hold on to your thoughts is chapter three, to breathe in knowledge. You breathe to relax, to learn, play, and live. You breathe in slowly. You hear about yoga breaths. When I started this back in 1993, they told me they didn't need these soft skills that this was a waste of everybody's time and all they needed was reading, writing, and arithmetic. Horrible, horrible. I was thrown out of um, meetings with 16 principals, and I said I'm not going to stop because they just don't know. So I teach you how to do this breathing where you just breathe in through your nose to the count of seven, and then you breathe it breathe out for the first time to the count of 10 so you clean out your lungs clean out the gunk out of the corners of your lungs and then you just do a comfortable breathing of 7 in and 7 or 8 out so that means you take your stress breath of real fast real breathing huffing gulping air into a long deep relaxed breath and the hairs in your nose warm the oxygen as it goes to your brain. So it feels like a warm cup of tea or a nice hot bath where you relax this warm oxygen over the hairs of your nose that get warm because of the hairs. Now it turns on your brain just like a switch and your genius, your special talents, your deep passions for what you really want to do and how you want to give value to the world exist and comes out to you. And if you use your nine empowering thoughts, then you'll move on those thoughts and set up your business, set up your life, set up your gifts, set up your volunteering, however you want to do it. Can we dive and a little... two parts of your brain, yes. You can we dive a little it. deeper into the nine empowering thoughts? Because I think that's very, very important. Yeah, the nine empowering mm-hmm. thoughts, I'm going to tell you, those were the... They, they just really fed my soul and still do. To this day, because without these thoughts, oh my goodness, I have a false ego and my left brain behind the wall, which we'll get to, that really just eat you up, make you feel guilty. The first thought is you have to choose uh, to have the life of your dreams and be able to learn anything. And you've got to choose and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to live the life of my dreams, and I know I can live it. I can learn anything. That attitude, the higher your attitude, the higher your altitude in learning. And the second empowering thought is to have a passion for your life and your learning. 
because when you have a passion for your life, you're going to achieve your goals. You're going to dare to dream. You're going to dare to allow your dreams to come true. And then when you do that, you just learn everything. You're just hungry because you want to know more. When you dare to live that joy of your life, you live with joy, you live with happiness. And as far as I'm concerned, the key to life and the reason for life is to be happy. And doing this, these empowering thoughts, helps you be happy about you and to, for you to listen to your truth coming through you, not from you. And the fourth empowering thought is to believe in yourself, believe you can learn. You can achieve anything you want as long as you're willing to take the path to get to it in an inspiring way. You don't have to take anything from anybody because you have everything you need in you, especially through your breath. And the fifth empowering thought is to anticipate problems. So I have a strategy. Know that they're going to think there are people and things that will distract your energy, disrupt your energy. So anticipate that and meet these problems with decisiveness. Be proactive, not reactive. When you're reactive, you have gone into fear. And you'll see opportunity in every crisis when problems show up. And you smile and say, there's a gift here. Let me, there's a glass half empty, glass half full. Always see it half full. And the thing is, is how you see things is how you react, how you are proactive as you move forward and make decisions for yourself. There are people who don't know who you are in your body, in your own heart, and therefore they want to make suggestions and they want to make you feel guilty if you don't follow them. Well, no, you're not here to follow them. You're here to follow your own heart. The sixth empowering thought is to have high values. You can choose now to live your high values. But you got to, if you don't know what the values are, in Super Learning 3000, there is a list. And I tell everybody, read the list. There's one for your mission, your purpose values, and then there's one for your goal values. And choose. Choose what your values are. You choose what you want. That's your mission values. And that money can't buy. And then you choose what, I mean, how are you going to achieve your mission, your purpose your goal values. So you choose to live in truth. You choose to live with justice and clarity and simplicity. You choose to be loving and to look everybody as yourself because I say there's only one of us. There's only one of us out there. We all got the same mind. We all breathe in the same air. We're all submerged in air together. I tell the children, I'm breathing your heart cells, your bone cells. I'm, I'm breathing everything right now and you're breathing me how could we not be one with each other and the seventh value the seventh valuable thought empowering thought is have banding power i an african proverb says i am because we are and we are because i am and those words i am I am. Any word you put behind that becomes what you are. 
So watch what you say about yourself and watch what you say about others because what you say about others gets attached to you because you said it. And speak to them as if they are you. We are the sum total of humankind, of humanity, all the way back to our great, 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 and all the way back in our ancestors. And we bond with what's in us and we bond what's around us as if it is us. You can choose to have courtesy, kindness, and respect as you're bonding with all people. In truth, simplicity and love is not hard, but it has to be a choice that you will make. And in the book, I take those words of truth, simplicity, and love, and courtesy, and kindness, and respect. I pull them apart so that it gives you more information on how to be that kind person, how to be respectful. The eighth value is to have vibrant energy. I tell my teachers, you are the weather of your classroom. If you're having a bad day, you're going to have a terrible day in the classroom because the kids will be one with you. So go in, dig deep, even if you're tired, dig deep, dig very deep to find your love for the children, for yourself, and for the information you're going to share. When you go into your job, dig deep. Don't go untired. And the only thing going to tell you you're tired is your false ego because you can breathe and relax and pull up vibrant energy when you choose to. When your thoughts, your feelings, and emotions, emotions are aligned in peace, your actions and your deeds, your actions, give you vibrant energy. When your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotion are aligned in peace, your actions and your deeds will be vibrantly moving to give value wherever you are all the time. I draw a, a three-circle, concentric circle. We have a little circle, and you have another circle around that, and you have another circle around that, and they all have the same center point. That's three concentric circles. Showing you, it's like the bullseye. At that point, there's a, a dinkra symbol in Africa that is that symbol of the three circles that shows that you have authority over your life. Nobody else can think for you, breathe for you, eat for you, and therefore you should not let anyone think for you either. That people give you their best advice, you take it and move on, apply it to your life, apply it to what you're going to do for your career to bring value to all humanity. The ninth, and to me, one of the most important uh, thoughts of a winner, the nine empowering thoughts of a winner, the ninth one, is to be a professional communicator. And how do you do that? You listen first. If you are going to run your mouth first, and not listen to nobody, you'll never learn a thing. Because everybody thinks that they are the only ones who have any information. And that is not true. I learn from everybody. And after I hear what my kids, my clients, and everyone's needs are, then I'm taking notes while they're talking. That helps me to be an active listener. Because I'm writing down their every word. And when people see me write down their words, and I, I do it on a mind map. 
they're like, oh, wow, she's really listening to me. I keep my mouth shut. I don't give any suggestions until they're done. And then I check with them again. Is there anything else that you would like to share with me? And when they say no, they're done, because usually they'll go on some more. And when they start repeating themselves, now you know they've gone into robot mode. I said, well, you know, I heard that here and here, and I point to the mind map where I show them where their words are. I said, so I tell you what, would you now like to hear how I can assist you with the situation or the challenge that's before you? And when they say yes, they give me permission to start teaching. And I'll use their words, and I'll show them that you, um, girl, you've got this pretty good. But let me just add this so I give value to what they know, and then I add value to that. And then I tell people when they're going to teach or console their children or talk to their children or talk to their classes or their clients, I said, I want you to do three things before you respond. I want you to ask these questions. First, is it true? If you, if you say, um, <laughs> I guarantee it's not all, all true. If you're not sure, sure, keep your comments to yourself and release attachment to what you were going to say because it's not necessary you know, to comment if you're not sure if it's true, which you can really say. The second one is, is it necessary? And if you say, um, I guarantee <laughs> it's not necessary for you to speak. So if you're not sure, keep your comments to yourself and release attachment again to what you were going to say. And the last one, the most important one, is it kind? If not, do not speak. Release attachment because all unkindness remains in your body as dis-ease, which ends up being disease, and it starts in your liver and, your, and poison your blood. Ladies and, and so therefore, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, uh, uh, Miss Gunter, we are almost out of time. Believe we're it or not, we're almost out of time. Oh, we just we just started. We're, uh-huh. we're, we're going to have to have you back on the program, ladies and gentlemen. We are here with Miss Emily Diane Gunter, who is the author of Super Learning Three Thousand: Learning Made Simple. Emily, how can folks contact you? How can they get a copy of your book? Okay, um, go to Amazon.com. You can order the book. Uh, and uh, if uh, you want to read it for free, you can read it for free at Amazon.com, Super Learning 3000 Kindle Edition. And that's the reason why I put it on Amazon like this, so everybody all over the world could read this book for free if they wanted to. It is my gift to humanity that I think will bring high value to everyone especially the children. That is that is really awesome. And if someone wanted to contact you directly, if they wanted you to speak I'm or conduct a seminar. I'm on 24-hour call, 305-915-3195, or uh, emily.gunter, G-U-N-T-E-R, at comcast.net. You can call, and, if you're, and especially if you're reading my book and you have questions, oh, text me. Or text me or email me. Email is great because then I can keep going back to it and I won't uh, delete it. Text I delete almost weekly. 
but my emails, I hold on to those when there's questions from my clients or my readers. So in 60 seconds, and I mean yes. 60 seconds, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what, are, what are the closing thoughts you would like to leave with our listening audience? The main thing is your breath and your values. Your high values that you live will feed, and with your genius, will lead you into your future and feed you and your family for the rest of your life. Enjoy being happy because you add value to all humanity by what you do from the deepest parts of your heart. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Miss Emily Diane Gunter, the author of Super Learning 3000, Learning Made Simple, and illustrated by Kadir Nelson, who is her son and is, and is an award-winning international artist. So, Miss Gunter, thank you for coming on the program. Oh, I'm so happy. I can't wait to come back. We will certainly have you b come back because there's so much more to cover in Super yeah. Learning 3000, Learning Made Simple. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for this week on Leadership with Darrell Gunter. Remember, if you miss any part of this broadcast, you can catch it on iTunes U at Seton Hall University, Leadership with Darrell Gunter. We want to wish you a very happy weekend, but remember, leadership begins with you. WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net.